Welcome back to The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. Fashion tells stories. And one Oscar-winning artist has been designing clothes to tell Black stories for decades. From our lived history to our imagined futures. She brought us the street fashion of Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Recreated civil rights history in Ava DuVernay's Selma. We must march, we must stand up, we must make a massive demonstration of our moral certainty. And manifested the world of Wakanda in both Black Panther films. I never yielded! And as you can see, I am not dead! My name is Ruth E. Carter, R-U-T-H-E-C-A-R-T-E-R. I'm a costume designer. Make that two-time Oscar award-winning costume designer. And the Oscar goes to Black Panther Ruth Carter! In 2019, Carter won for her designs for the Marvel movie Black Panther. And in 2023, she did it again for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, making her the first Black woman to win two Oscars in any category, ever. Thank you to the Academy for recognizing the superhero that is a Black woman. Now, Carter is releasing a book, the Art of Ruth E. Carter, Costuming Black History and the Afro Future. It's out on May 23rd. She stopped by the takeaway for a chat, and I just had to know what story her own clothes were telling that day. My clothing story today is comfort. I'm wearing a thin black v-neck sweater, khaki pants that have stretch in them, and I'm wearing a pair of sandals that are made like pillows. Yes to sandals that feel like pillows and stretchy fabric. <laughs> this is like, yes. <laughs> I want to talk with you about how you tell stories through costume design, where does your process begin? I like to find the person through research, whether it's looking through the history books, I'm looking at images of the past, I'm looking at underwater creatures, I'm imagining this person has a past, this person is affected by their surroundings, this person is telling their own unique story, and I want to uh, be cinematic. I want to give them something extra special that's inherent in their world or in the words that they speak, in the style of the choices, but also of the person, you know, whether they are black or brown or white or culturally connected to a tribe or finding themselves through exploration of the future. I take all of those elements and I use that as my roadmap to research. And then I find things that inspire me to start the build of their character on, on paper first. Is your mind working in such a way that you are visualizing it in your mind before you're actually sketching? Absolutely. The visualization process does uh, need to be supported. I mean, when I read a script, I I do read and think in full color. I'm thinking about the mood as I'm going along the story and that mood, whether it's dark or it's bright or mysterious, I'm thinking in color and not so specifically. 
then there are conversations. There is a director who actually is our creative uh, leader. They'll bring ideas to the conversation. So whether it's photographers, images of contemporary, regardless of the time that you're creating, sometimes color palettes come in different forms, many, many forms. The more information that I have, the more I can immerse into the creation of this world and the people in it. I'm wondering about, on the one hand, the kind of research and creative work that you're doing to bring to life a historic moment like the Edmund Pettus Bridge, right, versus something rooted in a history, but which is also fantasy story like Wakanda. Well, there's also things about recreating a historical event that we don't know about. And that exploration uh, lives in both scenarios with Selma and the Edmund Pettus Bridge, I, as the creator of the costumes and that builds that scene, every frame has a costume in it. I immerse myself in the details. I take the research with me even to set, make sure that those that are wearing these special costumes that represent this special event understand uh, what they're wearing, how to wear it. Uh, how it should perform for them. I'm very active side by side with the AD department and the director on set saying, well, I dress this person in the research and he's way in the back, but you hear, you see here, he's a front and center. Can we move these people around? And that really becomes the exciting part because I've used so much of the research to create this moment or this world building with Wakanda, the same intent uh, is there as we created the funeral scene and everyone was wearing white. Uh, I had the intention that I would create so many Zulu tribes, so many Turkana, so many Indibele, so many different tribes of Africa to show them as uh, in these clusters and also show a unification, all of Africa coming together uh, to celebrate the life of their King T'Challa. It's really exciting to, in either scenario, continue your work from thought, the idea, to the manifestation in a fitting, to the actual scene that's being shot on set. It's wonderful to carry this idea through its whole iteration. I went to see this extraordinary exhibit, which is Afrofuturism in Costume Design at the North Carolina Museum of Art. And I had an opportunity to see your work on display in 3D, the layers and the dimensions and the difference for all of what I thought I knew these looked like. I <laughs> apparently had no idea what they looked like until I was standing there with them. In the film, you're supposed to be engulfed in the story. You're supposed to go on this ride. You know, our job is to not dissuade from the story. We were supposed to support the actor and support the story. Sometimes the details are seen, but not seen, if you know what I mean. The exhibition allows us to say, here it is. Here's that costume you saw that made you gasp or made you laugh or made you cry. Here's what they wore. For you, what is Afrofuturism? 
Yes, it's actually, you know, imagining yourself uh, in a world that uh, honors you and your origin, um, but also is a vision of your future with technology and all of the things that make our societies advance. So uh, it's very important that Afrofuture have elements of new, new innovations and new technology, but also holds on to your culture and your background and your origin story and embraces it. Quick break and then more with the visionary designer, Ruth E. Carter, next on The Takeaway. NYC Now delivers breaking news, top headlines, and in-depth coverage from WNYC and Gothamist every morning, midday, and evening. By sponsoring our programming, you'll reach a community of passionate listeners in an uncluttered audio experience. Visit sponsorship.wnyc.org to learn more. You're back with The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry, and I'm still with Ruth E. Carter, two-time Oscar award-winning costume designer. Ms. Carter has designed for dozens of iconic films, including many directed by her longtime collaborator, Spike Lee. I have uh, such a wonderful history with Spike. From the very beginning, I think our intentions were matched. We changed the landscape of filmmaking due to so many pictures that were produced at 40 Acres and a Mule, Mo Better Blues, Do the Right Thing, Crooklyn, Clockers, uh, Malcolm X. The film industry did change along with it and embraced independent filmmakers to allow a director, a young director like Ryan Coogler to be embraced and allowed for a film like Black Panther to be made. And uh, as we are now, Spike and I, still seeing eye to eye, but now on a bigger spectrum of ideas and stories, uh, because now we've created a landscape that's much more embracing of all the stories that we weren't seeing in the beginning that we're beginning to see more now. Part of your work is managing young creatives, growing and nurturing them, working and collaborating with them. Can you talk to me a bit about how you approach being now Ruth E. Carter, right? And all that that must bring to these interactions with young creatives. Yes, I was a one young creative once. And I remember those times when I was creating my own uh, unique signature, trying to reach out to costume designers that I admired and wanted to understand them better and study their work. And, you know, I, I remember that very vividly. I've been shown like letters that I wrote to professors to get recommendations for different internship programs. And when I read those letters I wrote, you know, now from way back when, I go, wow, you know, there was a desire to, a real true desire to be an artist and to learn this craft. And I can't imagine that I was, you know, unique in that way and that there are young creatives who I have met who are doing amazing work and they're they're not only uh, painting and sketching as I was, they're also creating on their little sewing machine in their bedroom as I was. And now that I've uh, gone on this journey and have had my successes, I think 
I'm able to encourage them in ways that they never would have imagined because I wouldn't have imagined that an Oscar award-winning costume designer would talk to me as a young college graduate entering an internship program. I would never have even imagined that they would have something to impart, but I would be thrilled to talk to them and to ask them questions. And I always say, you know, to my advice to young creatives is don't be afraid to ask. You know, think of the questions that you may have. Think of some of the struggles that you may be experiencing and ask your favorite how to navigate that. It was some of the best advice that I was giving, and I feel a commitment to um, helping them understand themselves better. Is there a costume you've designed that you want to wear yourself or maybe have worn? Ah, well, I don't wear costumes, actually. I... uh, I hide on Halloween because half of my <laughs> friends are like, go, go talk to Ruth. Oh, my God. You know, but I would say I would wear the Dora Milaje costume to go to Starbucks and just see the reactions. Ruth E. Carter is a two-time Oscar award-winning costume designer. Her upcoming book is The Art of Ruth E. Carter. It's out on May 23rd. Ms. Carter, thank you for joining us on The Takeaway. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you.